0: Welcome to Speaking the Truth in Agape Love podcast. I'm your host Chad Mitchell. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Uh, we're excited to be back with you. Another study tonight. I'm Chad Mitchell. Got David Finch. David Finch here. Sorry, started <laughs> for you, but got David Finch here, and we're excited to have a study with you again tonight. We're going to be, uh, we continued on, um, Brother David brought us a lesson titled, Born of the Free. And so we're going to be studying from Galatians 4, uh, 12 through 31. So that's going to be our study tonight. Of course, we have other passages that we'll read, but we're excited to be with you tonight. If you have any, um, uh, as always, I like to bring up, you know, if you have any comments or questions, send us an email at um, truthinagapelove at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook, sending them some message on there, uh, um, Speaking the Truth in Agape Love Facebook page. Um, and uh, But we appreciate you being with us tonight, so we'll just jump right into our study. Yeah. So, do we want to read? Where do we want to start, David? So, um, just to pick everyone up where we kind of
1: left off, uh, last week, if you don't recall, we were beginning Galatians 4, and... Starting in verse, I believe nine, somewhere around there. Yeah, um, we we finished up in verse eleven last week, and that was where Paul had started to um, get on the churches of Galatia because what they were doing is they were beginning to backslide a bit. You know, going back to. Um, following the the days, observing the, the weeks and the months and the years, like the Jews have always had under the law of Moses. You know, they had the day of Pentecost and the, um, the year of Jubilee, all these feasts and all these different mm-hmm. things that they had to observe and everything. So the churches of Galatia are being influenced to kind of go back to that. And so Paul... We're in the middle of Paul coming down on them and, and letting them know that when
0: you put on Christ, you put all that away. And they were zealous about it. They were. The Jews were zealous about it. We're gonna read that here in a bit probably, but they you know, and, and it even today are people zealous to get us to do something other than God's will. All over the place. All <laughs> over, right? I mean, we're influenced so much. I mean, yeah. you know. That's what the world is, right? Well, even like to this this month's, if you haven't heard, which you probably haven't, it's Pride Month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's about plastered everywhere you look. It's disgusting. Yeah. And it's like, it's just being shoved down your throat. It is. And that's kind of how I think these Jews were some.
1: Yep. And, you know, you watch the news, you turn on your TV, mm-hmm. it's shining you right
0: in the face, you know, and it's... Uh, it's certainly not God's plan. It really isn't. It goes against religion, basically, yeah. and Jesus. And and they try to tell you it doesn't. you know. And I, I don't want to get on a whole different subject. But <laughs> that seems that's kind of how it, it was. I think Christians have been z- zealously courted yeah. for for all time. Absolutely. Well, you know? we certainly and see that, it, it here in the Galatians. Galatians. It's the devil's work, basically.
1: That's right. And, and we certainly see it here in Galatians. So you're right. I mean, it has been since the beginning. Yeah. You know, absolutely. So we're going to begin reading Galatians four twelve through twenty. And Chad, would you like to read? Oh, that? sure.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> Galatians four twelve through twenty it says, "Brethren, I urge you to become like me, for I became like you. You have not in, um, injured me at all." You know that because of physical infirmities, I preached the gospel to you at the first and my trial, which was in my flesh, you did not despise or reject, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. What then, then was the blessing you enjoyed for, I bear you witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your own eye and given them to me. Have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? They jealously court you, but for no good. Yes, they want to exclude you that you may be zealous for them. But it is good to be zealous in a good thing always, and not only when I am present with you. My little children, for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you, I would like to be present with you now and to change my tone For I have doubts about you. Okay. So as he
1: starts out here in Galatians 4, verse 12, you know, he's talking about, I want you to become like me. Yeah. And it's not because Paul is so great, Mm -hmm. but rather because he is following the one who is great, Jesus Christ. You know, and that's kind of the, the... same thing that he told the, the church in Corinth.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great cross reference because he doesn't really say right here because I'm imitating Jesus. That's right, but he we does. We see it in another spot, but that's why he's telling them. And I don't know if he assumed they already knew that's what he was talking about. You know, that's yeah. why he didn't mention it here. But yeah, can we read that? Absolutely. Uh, First Corinthians 11, First 1
1: Corinthians 11 1. Corinthians 11 and this is, again, Paul writing this letter to the Church at Corinth. So he says, imitate me, but here's where he adds something. He says, just as I also imitate Christ. Yeah. So that's why you imitate him, because he emulated Christ. Yeah. It wasn't just because, you know, you should uh, start out by killing Christians and then come to Christ. <laughs> that's not what he's saying. But what what he's illustrating is now that he's, he's come to Christ— he emulates christ he he is christ like he's doing everything that the will of christ is you know and or the will of the father he's that's who he is and that's what he's doing and that's why he says follow me follow and me
0: because i follow christ you think in verse 13 says where he says you know that because of physical infirmities i preach the gospel to you at the first is he speaking of the fact that he's in prison their physical infirmities, or the, all of the the persecutions that he has endured. Oh, well, I guess the next verse he says, "And my trial, which was in the flesh." Yeah, you, you did, did not, not despise or, or reject, reject um, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. And so, basically, they didn't hold the 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 fleshly trial against him. Yeah, where he was falsely accused.
1: That's right. And you know, when you look at uh, Corinthians. Paul talks about all the, the things that he has gone through, you know, and so through that, as, as you, you recognize all that Paul suffered for the sake of Christ, while going through all this, the Galatians never held it against him. Mm-hmm. But not only that, when you continue on, you know, in verse 15, this is something that really stuck out to me. He says, what then was the blessing you enjoyed? For I bear you witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly that's an impossibility, as he, he's illustrating, but what they were willing to do for him. And that's what he's illustrating here.
0: He's kind of setting the stage that, hey, you were, you were willing to do this, so what yeah. happened? The why love that you had, yes. Yeah, why are you losing this? That's right. You were willing to do this for me. And you received me just as you did Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why, why? Why? have you forgotten that? Basically, that's right. And and the verse right before that too. I, I wanted to bring that in
1: in verse fourteen of Galatians four. You know, you you received me as an angel of God, mm-hmm. or even as Christ Jesus Himself. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of love that they showed Paul. That the honor and respect that they showed Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, not just love, but the the honor you know imagine how everyone would react if Jesus Christ walked in the room they would they would bow to him you know and of course we would worship Christ not that they were worshiping Paul but but the honor that you would show Christ yeah that's how the the churches in Galatia were treating Paul they were treating him with so much love and respect and so he's like you know in verse 16 have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Yeah. So they went from they knew the, the truth. They they knew the truth and they they, they were, were obeying it, obeying it and showing honor and love towards Paul. Mm-hmm. But these Judaizers have come in. They just kept pecking away at them and and, yeah. and
0: causing them to go back to the old law.
1: Yeah. And we get that. Um, I'm going to go back, or I can just turn in my Bible here, Galatians four. He illustrates that towards the beginning of of when he was talking about it. So Galatians 4, uh, let's see, starting verse 8, he says, But then, indeed, when you did not know God, you served those which by nature are not God's. But now, after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and and in verse 10, they're going back to the Jewish law, you know, following the law
0: of Moses rather than the law of Christ. Well, and, and this is a letter, keep in mind, this is a letter to the Galatians that Paul wrote. He wasn't there present with them. You that's know, right. he's just heard what has happened yeah he's gotten word back from somebody on what's going on mm-hmm. and so he's trying to correct that yeah. you know
1: and these these Judaizers you know in verse 17 talks about how they zealously courted yeah. them yeah. you know where
0: they they're pressing upon them and then they said they want to exclude you that you may be zealous for them that's right so they they're they're excluding them from things, and I, and I trying to get them to be yeah zealous to them.
1: And I think of how perhaps like in high school when the the popular kids would give the unpopular kids a taste of something. You know, look what you can have if you just yeah, because yeah, they want that popularity. They want that you know recognition.
0: Nobody likes to be excluded, right? You know that, and it starts. We don't we don't like that, and it starts from maybe you know playing with your siblings or
1: cousins.
0: Mm-hmm. You know you, you get,
1: were the it, oldest, weren't you? Yeah, I was the so oldest. You don't, you don't have to deal with. I was the youngest. I got excluded yeah, I, from
0: everything. I have to say, I wasn't <laughs> excluded very often. They all look okay? up to you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we may have excluded some of the younger <laughs> ones, and it wasn't good. But you know, it's kind of human nature. We don't we don't like to be excluded. It's like That's how right. come I didn't know? How come I didn't? Yeah, come didn't tell me. Yeah, and. Yeah, so, so it, w- it was uh, a huge form of peer pressure, yeah, basically.
1: Absolutely. And so, you know, as they were... So they would court them. And, and it says that they zealously court you. So, like, they sought them out to try yeah. to turn them against Paul mm-hmm. and turn them against the fellowship of Christ or with Christ because they, they wanted them to come back to the Jewish way of life. And they... That was something that we've seen even back in Galatians 3, how he starts out in Galatians 3, you foolish Galatians, you know, because that's what he was talking about with them in, in Galatians 3 as well. You're, you're, you're backsliding, and so that's what he's illustrating here. You're backsliding, you're going back towards the Jewish way of life. You need to follow Christ. You know, when, when you are baptized into Christ, you serve mm-hmm. Christ.
0: So here I looked up the, the definition of zealous. Yeah. Which is you know, makes sense. So with great energy, so zeal zealous with great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or objective. Yeah. With great energy. <laughs> yeah. So they had an objective. You That's know right. the Jews did. You know, they wanted to they wanted to follow them, not um Jesus,
1: you know, almost like that. That gives me the impression, like, uh, for example, if if you don't know, if you're not going to have enough money to pay rent,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to be zealous to try to figure out a way to make money yeah. to pay rent. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're going to be very, mm-hmm. uh, I would use the term gung ho on it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's what zealous is. Yeah, it's diligently pursuing sure. it and and. Giving it your all. Mm-hmm. That's what zealous is. Mm-hmm. And so they were zealously courting them or the, the churches of Galatia, and then they wanted, they wanted, you wanted to, to exclude them, so then that would so make so that them, they would make them zealous to them. Yeah. Zealous to serve what or do what their the Jews are doing. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And so you have that going on. But then in in verse 18...
0: Yeah, and this is the point I wanted to bring out. That's
1: right. And so here's something. I'll read it, and then I'll let uh, Chad kind of go off on it a little bit. But he says... uh, This is Paul. He says, but it is good to be zealous in a good thing always, and not
0: only when I am present with you. Yeah. And, of course, Paul wasn't present with them. That's right. But he's like, you guys should be doing this even as if I was there. You know... Um, because when he was with them,
1: he, yeah, that's what he was were, talking about. Yeah, when
0: I was there, you did this. Yeah, and you, you believed were, it.
1: You were willing to pluck out your own
0: eyes. And but I it would shouldn't have, have to be there for you to do this. and it, yeah. It just makes me think. Um, because because he, he's like not only when I'm present with you. How many times has and even you might even have um, uh, a brother or something that you, you know comes over to your house and you have to put something away yeah okay or you know uh or in or being someone different at work than you are at church you know yeah um i think it should it's something that is a common could be a common thing and i know people that way that are proclaimed to be religious people but they're the most foul mouth and you've talked about it too you've known yeah. you've known someone that way but yeah, on Sunday they're a totally different person And we can't be that
1: Well in high school I was that
0: Yeah well, yeah, yeah and, and, and we've all gone through phases In our lives mm-hmm. where we rebelled You know And we shouldn't have Yeah um, But you know it's, it, This is the thing um, I think is very important We always say um, what would, uh, You know I remember getting told um, Well if Jesus was here what would you do yeah. How would you act? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, well, I'd, I'd be good, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. But 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 that's the thing. It shouldn't be that someone's present. It shouldn't be that our folks are there. We're yeah. a different person when our folks are there or when our friends are there or brothers and sisters. We shouldn't be a different person. That's right. And We, sh- we
1: shouldn't be a different person Sunday morning when we're fellowshipping with everyone. Mm-hmm. and be different on Monday. We should be the, that same person. You know, as, as a lot of people, they put their best foot forward on Sunday, right? Yeah. Where yeah. They, they go to church, they dress up, they go to church, and when you're talking with them at church, you can fool everyone in the room Yeah, that, that you are such a faithful and, and loyal mm-hmm. person to Christ. But who you are, you can turn away from there and go home And be somebody completely different.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, just for example, I remember um, uh, I went to a barber in town here. And, you know, how barber's like, so what do you do for a living, whatever? Well, when he found out I was a welder, he starts cussing and swearing like... (laughs) I'm like, what is going on, you know? Yeah. And I've never been back, Mm -hmm. you know? I probably should have said something, but I just... Because he knew that I was a construction worker or a welder or whatever. Yeah, they just assume. They just assumed that, you know. Yep. You had a filthy mouth not, like everyone else. Yeah, now he can let loose a little. Yeah. And I was like, good grief. You know, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And and, and so, but, you know, the people that I work with, they know they're not going to hear that. And, and and I try to be the same person because it's, it's not easy to live a double life. Yeah you know always looking over your shoulder going oh wait who's listening you yeah. know so and 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 i still struggle with that you know i think we all do yeah. trying to be that person be the person like these like paul's telling these like when the Christians galatians were be. yeah he's trying to tell the galatians hey you can't do that you can't live a double life hey that reminds me you might know where it's at um serving two masters you can't serve two masters mm, yeah which one is that uh, I'm gonna I'm have Pess to be. And David yeah, here. I'm gonna
1: be looking into that.
0: But <laughs> I might be the, able to search it. But,
1: but so in the context, he's actually referring to money.
0: Yeah, uh, that's that true. Know, but yeah,
1: it, it's the same, but you can't serve God case. and
0: the devil at the same time. That's right, basically.
1: And you know what's what's funny is uh, you were talking about how you went to the barber, and mm-hmm. there's so many times where I'm sitting there talking with somebody, and they're kind of. Mm-hmm because of who they are, they're kind of running out the mouth sure. with language and everything. And they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a gospel preacher. Yeah. You can see it in their face. They're like, like they're oh, they're no. thinking about all the things that they said <laughs> while they were
0: talking to me. And I love it. It's fun. You know, there's a, uh, there was a, it's a cowboy poetry joke or cowboy cartoonist joke I seen a while back. And they were getting ready to work the cows and the calves. And I'm if you've ever worked cows and calves, it's you know it's frustrating let's yeah. say sometimes the cows don't do what you want them to and you get mad and you start get getting in uh your temper starts to flare a little bit maybe and the, the cowboys the owner he's walking around handing out duct tape to all the guys <laughs> here's the duct tape use it and they're like what why and he's like my wife invited the preacher over to help us, <laughs> so he's telling them to all duct tape their mouths yeah. so they can't swear. Yeah, you know, and and so <laughs> kind of funny, but uh, well, but not really because we need to be the same person all the time. That's right, and, and, and there, there should be no exception. And and I think this is a great point that Paul's trying to tell these Galatians: Hey, you can't please both. That's right. You can't please both the Jews and and Jesus. Matthew six. Okay.
1: And uh, so while you're turning over there, Matthew 6 is going to be starting in verse 24. But while I was a mail carrier,
0: mm-hmm.
1: somebody, out of respect for me, they had a filthy mouth, but every time they were around me, yeah, if they let one slip, they would turn, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. Finally, I was like, you know, you shouldn't be trying to impress me. You should be
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to impress the one whom I represent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like... He's the one you need to be worried about.
0: Yeah, sure. That's and, right. And that's
1: always, not just, you know, well, in my
0: presence only. And that's basically what Paul's saying here. He's like, mm-hmm. don't do it for me. You know. Absolutely. This is what you can't serve too. You, you know, if you're going to be a Christian, you're going to be a Christian. That's right. If you're not, you're not. You can't do both. Yeah. You don't can't be. please the Jews and... Be a Christian. I, I
1: call that the pew warmer. You mm-hmm. know, you can't be a pew warmer where no. you just, you come to church, you put on your Sunday's best, you sit in the pew, mm-hmm. you warm it up, and then you go home and yeah, you're cold and dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, Matthew six twenty four. Yeah. No one can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon.
0: Yeah. And
1: I think that's a great point. Absolutely. You can't. You can't serve God and man. Yep. And that, that's a really... I don't know why that wasn't in my lesson, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That, that, that's a very good point to bring out. And that's what he's illustrating mm-hmm. to the churches of Galatia.
0: Because now, at this point, the old law has been fulfilled. Yeah. The old law has been fulfilled. It no longer matters. But the Jews uh, um, refuse to respect that or yeah. to, to believe that. Yeah. And there's still Jews today that believe the same thing. They don't believe that Jesus has come. Yeah. And the Messiah. In And Jesus, he was just a good guy, you know. I think it was in John. Now, don't quote me on that, but it actually
1: talks about how the Jews believed the lie that uh, the apostles came and took his body mm-hmm. rather than him raising from the dead. Oh, sure, yeah. And they said, it, in the context, it also says that they... They still believe that to this day, so yeah. At the point where it was written, that's what that was something that they still believed, and mm-hmm. as we know, even now, today, that's what the Jews still believe. They yep. continue to believe that lie,
0: yeah. And and you know, it's a good point, and that I just wanted to p- kind of point this out in your lesson. Um, maybe next time I'll put it on a paper airplane and fly it up to <laughs> yeah. you, and you can be like, Hey. <laughs> see us. oh great point chad yeah exactly <laughs> but that's the beauty of this podcast because we're able to kind of uh, uh look at the topic of the lesson in a different way and have a conversation about it and well, that's what and, we're doing here and and you're able to bring up points and and we're bouncing bi- them off each other here you know? yeah well and that's that's the beautiful aspect you know because as i was writing my lesson
1: that wasn't necessarily something that i i even thought about mm-hmm. and that's what's beautiful about having a study with one another
0: mm-hmm. yeah you
1: that was something that caught your eye sure and to me I, it didn't even
0: catch my yeah. eye mm-hmm. as I was
1: what well, happens it all the time
0: we I, we bring a short talk oh, or yeah. whatever and we go down and a brother says hey great job hey by the way yeah did you think of this you could have had this point in there and you're like oh yeah that would have been great <laughs> yeah you know? exactly like, oh yeah <laughs> But, but, yeah, and, and, it, and that's the beauty of, of studying together. And uh, so, but, yeah, this Matthew Matthew 6, I'm glad you were able to find it, um, yeah. 24. We can't serve two masters. And basically that's what the Galatians were trying to do. That's right. So.
1: Yeah, and they. Um, so then let's go to. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Matthew 4. Yeah. 8 and 9.
0: Um, yeah, yep. where Jesus was tempted.
1: Yeah, and this is something where uh, I kind of get the impression that this is kind of something that the Judaizers were doing to the Galatians, you know, offering them so much if oh, they sure. would just stop the fellowship with, with Christ and, and with Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keeping in mind, Matthew 4, 8 and 9, this is after Christ fasted 40 days. Satan came to Christ and literally offered him the world. All that he can see will be yours. And so this is, this is the text. And so keep in mind, Christ is weak in the flesh. He just fasted 40 days. Starting in verse 8 of Matthew 4, it says, Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so this is something, and of course, if you just read it, I was like, you know, why would Satan be so crazy to think that Christ would even think of bowing
0: the knee? Well, the physical physical gain in that instant was huge.
1: Yeah, and not only that, he was physically weak as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I've fasted for about three days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now there is a certain sister right now that uh, has even had to fast longer than mm-hmm. that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But you know, you get very weak, and in fact your your body gets low on the vitamins and the all the things that you receive from the food, the nutrition, all that. So when you don't eat, your body begins to lack. All those things, and that's why you become very weak. And so, for doing this for 40 days, he is very weak in the flesh. Mm -hmm. And so, it would make sense that if there was ever
0: a time that Christ would fail, it would be right here. Well, and I think we could talk about um, what the Christians would gain by making the Jews happy. There was a lot of physical things that they would gain from that. That's a very good point. Because they were the dominant religion basically and we see i see in a dominant religion i don't care where it's at or what religion it is Mm -hmm. there's favors oh yeah in business yep and trade and things like that um you know contractors are used because of it because of of their affiliation their religious affiliation and things like that and and so the physical gain of being part of a dominant religion in a particular area yeah. is huge. Yeah, and something that that uh, not to mention the socialness that you get out of it. Yeah, you know, and uh, the, the being invited to parties or whatever. Yep. you know,
1: and and something that is illustrated throughout the Gospels. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You see, the high priest um, actually being a part of government, mm-hmm. where they they actually can make decisions regarding government issues right yeah yeah. and so to be a part of that they're also rewarded with government royalties as well yeah um in in ways especially for christians at this time it was illegal
0: to serve christ sure and so (laughs) and the christians were definitely a minority here oh yeah not only a
1: minority but illegal
0: yeah (laughs) oh yeah
1: i mean and so to be to be able to freely worship—that's something for us today. We can't even fathom how no, blessed we are.
0: It didn't become uh, legal for like what four hundred years after Jesus. Yeah, I think so, or something like, like that. Like three or
1: four hundred years after yeah. Constantine.
0: Yeah, Constantine was the first emperor that allowed it. Yeah, that the, for them to be a Christian, and then all of a sudden Christianity became a uh, the dominant religion in Favre- the Roman, Roman and the favored one in the Roman Empire, yep. which is crazy but um and then that got perverted mm-hmm. you know um because of constantine as well but yeah sure <laughs> sure <laughs> that's
1: another subject <laughs> yeah exactly
0: but but yeah they, they were in the minority they were um, that's right they were, you know we just can't even imagine what they had to go through they they could lose their life in an instant being a christian mm-hmm. at, at this time this time and that's so right. basically either you're a christian or you lose your life that's that's a tough thing to to live with every day. Do you day. mean
1: you're either a Jew or you lose your life? Sorry, you're either
0: a Jew or being a Christian, you could lose your life. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean.
1: Yeah. And so they had a lot to gain by following the Jews, mm-hmm. you know, and the Judaizers seeking to, mm-hmm. to bring them back to the, the law of Moses' way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and but of course, it, it, it also sounds like they would... While Paul was there, show a lot of favor, you know, mm-hmm. treat Paul with such love, but then as he's away,
0: they were a completely they different They kind of drifted back, because to, these guys were converts, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they mm-hmm. used to be Jews, um, or I don't know exactly. I, I think it's a
1: combination.
0: Okay, combination. I,
1: I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's a combination. Because you had the Gentiles.
0: You had the Gentiles and the Jews, and... I think there's about a combination there. So it would have been tough, you know, to not want to go back to what you knew before. Yeah, absolutely. We find that today some people um, will learn the gospel and then they're mad that they learned it because they they don't want to know that they were doing wrong before. Yeah. You know, you've met people like that. Yep. Where you teach them the truth and they're like, oh, man, I wish I would have never learned this. I would be much happier if I just... Never knew this.
1: Yeah. Well, and a lot of people don't like to be challenged. They don't like to be told they're wrong. And so when they come to the truth, the Word of God is the Word of God. You can't change it. And so when it's brought before you and you recognize that you're wrong, a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't know how to take that. No, they
0: don't like to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That, that brings a whole other aspect to it.
1: But that's a very good point to bring out as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they were faced with losing a lot of earthly gain, Mm -hmm. we call it. And we're faced with that today, too. Absolutely. You know, all the time. Mm -hmm. So You know,
1: and you can even sense that a little bit in this, uh, in the town we live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially, you know, when we were in... um, in Pahrump, Nevada, mm-hmm. which is like an hour outside of Vegas, mm-hmm. yeah, you, uh, you know, and you're the outcast. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, of course, growing up in the church, Chad, you've probably experienced this. Mm-hmm. All the, the sports, you know, I played baseball. Tournaments were always on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Saturday and Sunday were always the tournaments. And so it's like how much you, everything happens when you're supposed to be in church, you know? Mm-hmm. When when it's time to worship God, it's almost like Satan just drives that sure. nail in your side, you mm-hmm.
0: know? Yeah, it's a tough one. It is. And I, fortunately for us here in, in Idaho, there's not a lot planned on Sunday because of the dominant yep. religion around here. That's right. Um, but yeah, in other places... In Colorado I know they'll they'll have Hunter Safety on Sunday morning. Now, when did that become a thing? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, Hunter Safety class on Sunday morning. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. You know, like Since when? Yeah, that's that's weird to us, but it's becoming more and more common that yeah. Sunday's just another Saturday. Well you know? that,
1: and that's because they you see them pushing God more and more out of sure. schools and more and more out of everything. Sure. You know, and so when you do that Hey, that frees up another day. We don't have to show respect towards anyone seeking to serve Christ. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway.
1: So, to kind of get back on track here.
0: Yeah. So, continue on there in Galatians.
1: So, uh, Paul is making this point as, you know, we've seen even in Galatians 3, verse 1. Oh, you foolish Galatians, you have just tasted the freedoms that Christ offers, you know, the, the freedom away from all of the, the um, commandments and all that from the law of Moses, you're freed from that. Why would you ever seek to go back to it? And so, continuing on, he, he begins to describe, you know, um, the bond woman and the free woman, with Abraham and Sarah, as Sarah's the, the free woman and Hagar was the, the bond woman. So we're going to continue Galatians 4, 21 through 31. So do you, do you want to read sure. that or do you want me to? Yeah. Okay. 21 through 31?
0: Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons the one by a bond woman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bond woman was born according to the flesh, and he of the free woman through promise, which, which things are symbolic. For these are the two covenants, the one from the Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai, and Arabia and course and cor um, corresponds to Jerusalem. So hold on. Hagar so for this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to Jerusalem which now is and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, "Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear; break forth" And shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate has many more children than she who has a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh, then persecuted him who was born according to the spirit. Even so, it is now. Nevertheless, what does the scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and... bondwoman and her son for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman so then brethren we are not children of the bondwoman but of the free. Okay so this is where Christ
1: ties into how we are um, freed from the bondwoman and Paul here is also using the illustration that Jews were of the bondwoman, you know, mm-hmm. born under under slavery to the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. And so he's using how Abraham, and this is something that the Jews always boasted in. I am of the seed of Abraham. And so he's using this illustration as well and using how Abraham had two sons, one from Hagar,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was Ishmael. Mm-hmm. But the reason why that was uh that whole thing took place yeah was because he almost it was almost like Sarah and Abraham were trying to help God.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And so instead of just having that trusting faith, it was almost um Ishmael was born out of out of faith or not having faith. So he was born because of the lack of faith.
0: And so but also in Genesis 16, did you have something to... Yeah, well, that's a key point. I think we all know the story of Sarah and Abraham. Mm-hmm. And they had a promise that they were going to... The seed was going to go through Sarah and Abraham. Yeah. But it didn't happen like they thought it should. That's right. We've talked about this a bunch. Maybe not on here, but... you know. So that what do they do? Because she can't have kids. Which, that's a frustrating thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that he... He she offers her her servant, um, to be his wife, Hagar. Yep. And and you know, um, well, this will get you some. You know, this this will get you some heirs. That's right. You know, and it worked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it wasn't how God wanted it to happen.
1: No. And (laughs) but God has.
0: So in Genesis, but she was still a servant. That's right. They were still in bondage. In Genesis
1: fifteen. This is when God first tells Abraham, "Hey, through your seed, all the nations will be blessed." Mm-hmm. And so, in chapter sixteen of Genesis, you see Sarah offer Hagar, her maidservant, to Abraham. Yeah. And what's funny? No, well, not funny about the the situation, but when you read in the context, nowhere does Hagar even have a choice. Mm-hmm. She's the bondwoman. She's she yeah, has she to do what a she's told. Yeah, and so. But through that Ishmael was born,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and but he was not born uh, under the promise of God. Yeah. But then you also see in in 17, God comes back to Abraham and reiterates that Sarah will give birth to a son. Mm-hmm. You will call his name Isaac, and then and they thought he was crazy. Yeah. Well, Sarah, Sarah laughed. Sarah it, laughed, and and. So, that's kind of funny. And so, but you have the, well, of course, she was 90. Yeah, she was past
0: the age of conception.
1: In Genesis 17, she was 90 years old. Mm -hmm. Now, can you imagine a 90-year-old getting pregnant? Not at all. That is ridiculous.
0: I would have laughed, too, probably.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm so far past the age, you know. And so, they had that issue, but then, of course, God reiterates it. And then in Genesis 21, you see... She gave birth to Isaac. Yeah. And, but then right after she was weaned, this is where um, verse 30, cast out the bondwoman. So, in Genesis 21, you see Sarah go up to Abraham and say, cast out the bondwoman and her son. And, of course, that that didn't bow well with Abraham. That really displeased him course that's his son and the bond woman they had some sort of a relationship i don't know what that was exactly but you know they this is my son i, I don't want to cast him out but then god comes to him and says don't worry cast him out but then you see in verse 13 of genesis 21 god says i will bless that lad mm-hmm. because he is your seed mm-hmm. and so the illustration in coming back to genesis 4 the illustration is is that the Jews, under the law of Moses, were the the nation that was blessed through being the seed of Abraham,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but through Ishmael, not through the promised seed, because Christ, even back then, was he was the promised son of God. He was the the promised seed of Abraham to bear the sins of the world. And to create a new law, that was the promise of God, and so through Christ, we are born of the free woman. But through the law of Moses, you are born of the the bondwoman, mm-hmm. and so that's the illustration that he is he is trying to bring out here.
0: And they would have understood this because they knew the story. Oh yeah, and so, and they know absolutely. So that it made way it made a lot of sense to them because you know yeah that's part of the old law.
1: But in verse thirty is that that key point that is being made is cast out the bondwoman and her son so he's he's already illustrated this point that the jews are of the bondwoman they're born under bondage mm-hmm. you know all of the the rituals all the things that they had to mm-hmm. do through the law of moses they are under bondage because especially because of their sin yeah that their sin could never be washed away mm-hmm. so they were under bondage uh, even with their sin. And so if you reject Christ, in verse 30, as was prophesied in Genesis, um, it was Genesis 21, verse 12, cast out the bondwoman and her son. That's the the key point. Now the Jews that were blessed through God are now cast out because Mm -hmm. the promised seed is here. And so if you don't, believe in christ and you don't put christ on in baptism you are cast out Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it doesn't you know this is where the jews who always boasted in the fact that they were the seed of abraham now they are cast out and because christ is that promised seed and so when you put on christ in baptism you are born of the free woman through christ and so that's the main point he's trying to make And that really ties us into Acts 4, verse 12. And this is a very strong point to make. Mm -hmm. There it says, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved. And that word must there, we have to be saved. Mm -hmm. Like there's no other way for us. We need a savior, Mm -hmm. we must be saved. And there is no other name except Jesus Christ to give us that hope. Mm-hmm. And so knowing this <laughs> as the Galatians are doing, why would you go back to the the law of Moses? That's that's absurd. You know, why would you go back to that after mm-hmm.
0: being freed from it? Well, and you know, backing up verse eleven, this is the stone which was rejected by your builders. Um, which has become the chief cornerstone. Jesus was cast out by the builders, basically by the Jews. Yeah. Are you in Acts 4? Acts four eleven. Okay. 11. Yeah. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. That's right. Nor is our salvation in any other. So basically the Jews rejected him, but he became the chief cornerstone.
1: Yeah. The The only hope, you mm-hmm. know, and... Not just any cornerstone, the chief cornerstone. You know, yep. when you look at at pillars mm-hmm. throughout the, the house or anything like that, you might perhaps can take out one pillar and be okay. But there is a pillar there that if that goes down, the whole thing goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a good example of this is Samson. Yeah. When he was getting his last... Dying Mm -hmm. breath, essentially, was let me take out Mm -hmm. and and destroy him. And the two pillars he pushed over knocked down the entire building. The whole building. The whole building. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, Christ is the chief cornerstone by which our entire foundation stands upon. Mm -hmm. The Word of God is our entire foundation. It is our faith, and nor is there salvation in any other. Yep. Yeah, very good point to make. Any thoughts on that?
0: Well, uh, you know, these, these, this was um, in Acts 4. Um, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and realized that they had been with Jesus. And seeing the men, man who had been healed standing with them, so they healed a man, they could say nothing against it. But when they had come, commanded them to go aside out of the council, they um, confirmed him they were saying, what shall we do to these men? Like, you know, and they, they perform miracles. And it's just all through the New Testament. Yeah. Where it was proven over and over and over again that Jesus was the Christ. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. It's just, you know, and and the Jews were the old Law; It was fulfilled. Yeah. And I think that would have been like the key thing to bring up if you were ever to study with them back then. Was, hey, look. Look at all these prophecies. Yeah. Jesus fulfilled all these. That's right. You know, and that's that's a faith builder for us today. Well, you and, know, and they, you kinda, these were all fulfilled. Yeah,
1: you kind of get that sense the, um, when Peter got up on the day of Pentecost. Yeah, and and preached, you know, and, and he uses the illustration in as he talks about he's talking about David in Acts two. In verse thirty-six he says, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, yep. both Lord and Christ. And right before that, he's illustrating that he has fulfilled all of these prophecies. Mm-hmm. He's he is the Messiah. Yeah. And not only is he the Messiah, but you crucified
0: him. <laughs> yeah, you crucified him.
1: You know, and and you see that three thousand souls were added to the Lord that day. Mm-hmm. You know, now in Jerusalem at the time there there could have been up to a little past a million mm-hmm. million five you know yeah. or some somewhere along those lines everyone came from all their surrounding regions to Jerusalem to worship at the day of Pentecost that, that was another thing where they were almost in
0: bondage to Jerusalem yeah.
1: it, itself they all had to come to Jerusalem mm-hmm. because that's where you had to make the sacrifices
0: so I brought a lesson about Paul and his journey. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was arrested. Yeah. And then he went to Rome. And in that, you know, talking about um, Christians, it says as they, after the shipwreck and everything, they got another boat and they're still headed to Rome. They stopped several places to be with brethren. Yeah. So Paul stopped and was able to be with brethren for a week or so at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how did brethren get in Rome already? Yeah, you know, and so on the day of Pentecost, all those folks that heard and it, it spread, and they went home, and, yeah. and they spread the word and, and shared the gospel with others. Yep, to the point where there was brethren in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and and uh, and and Paul was able to be with them and encourage them. Yeah, and you know, you you almost see the the power
1: of one person confessing Christ mm-hmm. and, and how it can spread so quickly. Well, and you have... Uh, go ahead. Um, you have Christ. He went to Decapolis, and this is where the uh, legions of angels, right? Mm-hmm. He cast them out, and they went into the swine, and they went down the steep and, and died.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone in Decapolis, which is about ten cities in that whole region, they came to him and said... Get out. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're doing something. This is our livelihood. Get out. <laughs> but from that, you see the, the gentleman that who was freed from those demons, you know, in his body, came back to Christ and, and said, I want to go with you. And Christ said, go back to your city and tell what I have done for you. Yeah. But then from that, you see later on, as Christ comes back into the, the region of Decapolis, they welcomed him. Sure. And it was because of that one man spreading the news about Christ. Sure. That that one man had that purpose to spread the news, but from that one man, he was welcomed back into the
0: region because of him. Mm-hmm. So really beautiful. Well, and he tells um, the apostles, you are fishermen, but I'm going to make you fishermen of men. Yeah. You know, and and really that's all of our jobs, isn't it? That is. Your job, my job, it doesn't matter who we are. That's mm-hmm. how the gospel gets spread that's right you know and it spread my point I was going to make earlier is the the distance from where Paul or where this basically happened the day of Pentecost Jerusalem right and Rome is the same distance as South Carolina to almost Wyoming so North Dakota oh wow the distance is like it's probably like the western side southwestern corner of North Dakota yeah or Nebraska, sorry, Nebraska is what I meant to say, Nebraska. So it's almost into Wyoming. So the, the, the southeast or west corner of Nebraska all the way to South Carolina. That's how far apart that was. We don't know because we don't, we're not from the Mediterranean, right. okay? Yeah. We don't look, but I was able to lay, I found a map where someone laid the Mediterranean Sea over America. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's how far it is. That's a long ways. That we're, is a very long we way. We don't have nothing to do with South Carolina right now. Right. Here in Idaho. <laughs> you know, because it's so far away. And, yeah. But, yeah, it spread that far, even in that day of ship travel, foot traffic. and th- keeping There was in, no internet. There was that, no that's planes. That's exactly right. That's no what I was trains. Say. No trains. Yep. No. It was all on a mule, <laughs> by foot, or by boat. And by word of mouth. That and was word it. of mouth. And that's how it got there. Yeah. And it's amazing, yep, that it was that, that that that, and and that they even knew about each other. Like, how did he? Yeah, you know,
1: and well, and we, that's something that I think today for us we take advantage of. Something happened or for granted. Yeah, or for granted. That's right. Something happened in Yellowstone. <clears throat> was it yesterday? Last night. That l- last night, a huge flood mm-hmm. flooded the entire area, cutting down, cutting off the roads and all that. Yeah. The the people that are inside are stuck inside. There's
0: some some stranded people.
1: Yeah, and so. And we know. And we know
0: because of the internet. That's right.
1: <laughs> they didn't have that. No, you know, they the didn't news. have any of that. It was traveled by word of mouth. Yeah, and and so that is very impressive to go that far.
0: Yeah. that quickly. Sure, I mean, because you're talking maybe I don't know I don't know fifteen. You think fifteen years? Since Jesus ascended into heaven, you know, when Paul, how, I don't know the timelines. It would be interesting to know. It would, it's almost impossible to determine the timelines, I think. But it wasn't too far. I mean, it was years, but it wasn't, I don't know how many years after this would have been when Paul was arrested
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: he went on his missionary journeys. Yeah. Three of them, right? Yeah. So, so this could have been 40 years past. Yeah. But
1: we, and we also know that he spent, um, when you look at his missionary journeys and look at how far he traveled, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the the map, he traveled such a long way. Mm-hmm. And again, by what mule walking, yeah, boat.
0: I and, I don't know, you know. And the thing is, too, is he relied on brethren to help him do it. Yeah, you know, he didn't have uh, funds. And he didn't have a car that he can go eighty miles an hour down no, the interstate. <laughs> no, it's it's amazing, and yeah, uh, we have nothing to complain about today, especially here in America. Yeah, uh, about how to spread the gospel. Shoot, we've got this uh, podcast. We're able to um, have a study, mm-hmm. and it's broadcast throughout the world. Yeah, you know anyone can listen to it that has internet, and and so we're we're. Hopefully, sharing the gospel with others—that's just immediately out there for everyone to listen to. That's right. It's amazing. And yeah. And and they didn't have any of that, and so it's one of those things where we're trying to take advantage of this technology to be able to do that. Yep. Um, and spread the gospel, but they didn't have that. No. Yet it spread, and and people learned, and people became Christians. Yeah. And it's been happening. Ever since, yeah, you know, it's this is not new. That's right. This is not new. I, I always people ask, well, well, where, where was your church started? Like, what, what started? You know, how was your church started? Like, who's the leaders and that? And I'm like, my biggest answer is, it started in Acts chapter two. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's what I tell <laughs> them. First called Christians in of <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, Acts chapter two. It's the church that Jesus established. know yep. And they just kind of look at you cross-eyed. You know. Yeah. But but seriously, that's it. And that's been a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about that before. Yeah, that's and, right. And, and
1: you know, that's something
0: like the internet and, and we've talked about this
1: too. The internet can be used for good, but it can be used for bad as sure. well. Sure. Because just as much as as quickly as the good news spreads, Satan and his lies spreads just as quickly. You know, yeah. through the the same avenue that we have mm-hmm. the blessing through. And and so Um, we have a lot of false teachings out there, too. Oh, sure. And it spreads just as quickly for us today. And that's that's also the scary part. And that's why what he's talking about in, in Galatians 4, we need to make sure for us today to only stick to the Word of God. Yeah. Don't listen to anyone else. Don't listen to any influence that man can have over you. Because the Word of God does not change, and well, that's a
0: comfort. And I think we try to relay that even in this study mm-hmm. all the time. We say it all the time. Don't don't take our word for it. That's right. Go and search for yourself and look, and, and you can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about how some religions um, say, well, you're not smart enough to be able to understand. Yeah. You have to hear it from the priest or whoever has to interpret it for you. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Anyone can understand it. That's right. Uh,
1: I think we talked about that in class. We did. How, you know, and the the reason why they do that is because if you do study on your own, you're going to realize that the things they're telling you Mm -hmm. are false. So they tell you not to study it because, well, you're not going to understand. You're not going to understand why we don't do what the the Word of God says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, that's what they're saying. You're not Mm going to understand why. But, you know, and... Again, a lot of times, um, people like that thought mm. because I don't have to study, I don't have to do anything, and I'm saved. That's great. Yeah, you know. And so they the false teachings cater to the lazy.
0: You know, where you don't have to study the Bible, just listen to what I say. Well, and 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 a lot of times the the just teaching the gospel doesn't sell. All right. You know, um, what do they call it? Um, a lot of people like to be a member of the church of now. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. This yeah. the
0: latest thing, whatever. And, you know, I've heard people say, well, I go, I go to church here because they have a great slide for the kids, you know, to play on during, mm-hmm. during services. Yeah. And you're like, what, you know, like what, what is the reason you're going to church? Is it because you want to be entertained Or you want you know you're there for the social. Mm -hmm. Um, If if that's the case, you're going for the wrong reason.
1: Yeah, they go to church with hands open. Yeah, what can I get from this?
0: Sure, and and in fact, we should go to church to um, with the attitude, "What can I give?" That's right. To God, what can I give to my fellow um, brethren? You know, as encouragement. To, to each other. Sometimes we wonder, well, why do we go to church? Well, we go to encourage each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we study, we sing, um, yeah. we have, we pray, we 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 worship Jesus, his, um Beth, death death barrel and resurrection. Mm-hmm. And and we and we hear a, a message from His Word. Yeah, we we teach.
1: And how many times do you are you down or down in the mouth, mm-hmm. and you come to church, and by the end of it. Mm-hmm. you're encouraged. Yeah. Like, you, you leave there, and you're like, I'm so glad I went.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> I mean, I think especially on um, Wednesday nights, you've had a long day at work. Mm-hmm. You're frustrated. A lot of times I just want to turn my brain off. Yeah. You know, I had a, a my uh, one of the guys text me last night, it's Sunday night, and he's like, hey, are you going to come to the plant t- tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm thinking... I don't know i've had my brain turned off i'm not thinking about this yet i'm not ready (laughs) to go back to work you know monday morning i had to think i'm like yeah i guess i am i am and i you know i went but i wasn't even thinking about monday yet yeah i still have my brain turned off from work and that's great a a guy needs to do that you do but uh it's hard to do sometimes in the middle of the week to Mm -hmm. shut that off and go and worship but when you do and you go and you study from God's word with with brethren that you love. Yeah. Psh, man, there's nothing better. And and you leave with a different attitude and a different outlook on. And that's why we do it to strengthen each other in the middle of the week. Yeah. To go and 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 be with brethren and and like-minded Christians and you leave with a whole better outlook to to get through another three or four days <laughs> yeah. till till Sunday, and you, know? you know.
1: And Chad, you're a lot like me. Where if you happen to miss Wednesday, mm-hmm. man, by next Sunday you're just like, yeah, I miss it so much. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. because you need that pick me up in the middle of the week sometimes. Absolutely. And
0: you know, um, and we're just a small group, but we still are able to do that and encourage yep. one another. And we had some visitors um, from Arizona a couple weeks ago
1: yeah and then and and georgia as well
0: and georgia yeah and and they were i remember them saying man we're so glad that we were able to find a group like you to worship with because we didn't know what we were going to find yeah you know and and i was like that's awesome that's great you know that 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 they can be an encouragement to us we can be an encouragement to them because they didn't know if they would find anyone yeah to worship with
1: and that's funny because then i i turned around and said uh because they were telling us how they're traveling back, and I was like, "Just cancel that. Just stay here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, just yeah. stay here. I don't want you to leave."
0: Yeah, and and they, you could tell they um, had a great um, time with us. So, and that's and, not
1: the only time that we've had visitors that we just
0: open up to. Yeah. Um, well, you can tell right away. It's a yeah um, that your brethren you have you're like minded. Mm-hmm. You're with like minded people.
1: Yeah, and you know it. When they're knowledgeable it's very encouraging because it benefits everyone involved you know because mm. like you're saying like how me and you bounce off of each other that's what we do in, in bible mm-hmm. study we're just bouncing off one another and yeah. we're we're getting deeper into the word and it's it's just a beautiful thing yeah absolutely
0: well we're out of time actually
1: i know i was i was gonna say i was like i think we're probably out of time yeah, but
0: we're out of time we've I think we've had a great study tonight. I've enjoyed yes, it, and absolutely, so it's certainly some great points for us to chew on and and be encouraged and uh, give us a share. You know, share the podcast with your friends and and family members, and if you enjoy what you hear, um, uh, help us out. Uh, you know, we 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 just enjoy having a study like this. So uh, we'll be looking forward to next week, and I think next week we're going to be doing things a little different. Uh, next week. You leaving Sunday? Uh, we're actually going to leave Monday morning. Okay. So So we're going to try to do. Uh, David's going um, to see some family. And uh, so we're going to try to do our podcast by Zoom. Yeah. So and we're so going to try, we'll try something We'll have something different. a little different next week for you all to look forward to. But we're still going to try to bring you a, a, a new recording next week and maybe some technical things to work through, but we're going to work through them. We're going to get them figured out. And so uh, be looking for that next week. It'll be just a little different. And then we may have uh, a few guests uh, the next few weeks um, yeah. with us. Uh, Patrick. Brentlinger. I was going to try to uh, maybe join us. And, and so, um, but we'll still have some good studies to look forward to. So be, be looking forward to that.
1: Absolutely. Thank so you guys. We'll see
0: you next time.